What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We start in the NFL, of course, on a busy Monday, and we go to Sunday Night Football, where it was the Houston Texans with a 28-22 win over the New England Patriots. So with that being said, and everybody's talking about the demise of the New England Patriots, what do we see in Vegas as far as the Patriots and their Super Bowl potential? Yeah, if you think about it, the Super Bowl odds on Monday is the report card to date. It considers everything. For example, if it only considered yesterday, only this last week, huh, Bengals look pretty good, didn't they? (laughs) Andy Dalton. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised the team wasn't depressed he came back, but somehow they came through it, took their Zoloff, and won the game. So, to me, it's about the season. And I think it's going to be a good disciplinary or discipline for us to use the season-long perspective because what do we know about the NFL? If you overreact week to week, you're making a mistake. And if we had a big production, had 40 admin, we would have had a, uh, a cut-up right now of all the different times in the last six, seven years starting that Kansas City game on Monday night <laughs> when finally Tom Brady was too old. And you can hear all the, oh, how great would it be to have all the talk, talking heads say, this is it for them. You know, it's like, and under the, if we had a little video feed, it would say 2014. It's finally over this dynasty. Okay. The Patriots have won more games relative to the NFL, the league, in the last five years than they did in any five years of this. The best five years of this run has been the last five years. 
I'm not, I mean, you could look at the, the first five when they won the three and maybe that's a debate actually, but then you got to think what well, that first year, they just sneaked in the, so if we're just counting Super Bowls, that time would have been better. You're counting wins, you're counting playoff wins, all the different things. Let's call it the same even. Cause I think thinking about it, it'd be the same. All right. So that'd be amazing. When the dynasty began, you take those five years, you take the last five years. It's a toss up. But we're talking, but literally before this five years even started, there's been conversation about the demise. We all know if you are smart enough to understand basic stuff that it's absurd to always be talking about the end. But you know what else we know? The end's going to come. If the end is Tom Brady, it might be this year, it might be next year. I don't think it goes, I mean, could he be three years from, you know, next year, the next year after that's still good? Ah, it'd be hard to imagine. Not at 44. It'd be hard. But what I know is a bad game doesn't make that the case. Think about it. Whenever someone has a problem, he's getting older, he's drinking, he's whatever. You see him make a mistake and it's like, see, see, that's what I was talking about. It's like, well, that same guy's made that mistake a hundred times prior. You never mentioned it then. We all find confirmation bias. We think something and then we seek out evidence of it. Fez, what evidence did you see in the game? What was your take? Let's just look at the game itself. What was your takeaway? Well, the final score was a six-point loss for New England, but they really were not in the game during the second half. In fact, the last 10 minutes of the game, New England, even though they only lost by six, had less than a 2% chance to win the game during those final 10 minutes. This was not a close game. Okay, so I think that's uh, a good fact. Let's say quickly and move on. Scoreboard looked generous to New England. Houston won the game more convincingly. Devil's advocate might say, his name might be RJ. Well, I'm looking at the stats, and the stats say the Pats had 13 more first downs. 13. Now, I went into the little old database. Teams that are plus 13 in first downs win over 85, win the game 85% of the time. So the Pats did something to win the game 85-plus percent of the time, and they lost the game. That sounds like the Pats got unlucky. Yeah, a whole lot of those stats, however, was from the late in the third quarter throughout the fourth quarter. When, so what, when, during the game? During the game, especially in the fourth quarter, Houston played a, a, a ridiculous prevent defense that allowed New England to get two touchdowns in the final four minutes. Wow, okay. so um, And how was the yardage? Yardage was dominant for New England. But that or, doesn't count either. Plus 170. But that doesn't count either. Well, a good chunk of that differential was in those last two drives. But it still counts. Now, if if someone at home wanted to figure out when the yards count and when they don't and when first downs count and when they don't, could you give them a guideline? I think when a team has a less than a 3% chance to win the game, we should take it with a grain of salt. Okay. And the 3% comes from just the various algorithms out there saying where the percentage changes. Okay. That's interesting. But I never heard that theory before. No, I have not. Just was interesting. Yeah. Well, we heard it a few minutes before the show when <laughs> yeah. I said it. But it's And not... you think I don't listen. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm RJ Bell, and I'm that's RJ Bell with Fezzik's voice. We're straight out of Vegas. <laughs> I agree with you. At some point, the stats and what I'm making fun of is how people, handicappers especially, use the stats to their benefit. And let's be honest, if there's anyone worse than handicappers, it's talk show hosts. 
because if they want to make a point, they're going to say who knows what to make the point. And then the next week, they're going to think no one remembers, and they're going to say the opposite <laughs> to make another point. You ever see those videos are debating themselves, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that's fun if it's for fun. If you're trying to be right, and I don't care if it's for money or you're trying to be sharp, you're trying to be knowledgeable, you want to know more than your buddies, you got to have intellectual honesty. It's not about winning the argument. It's about finding the truth. I'd much rather lose an argument. If that ever happens, I'd want that to happen if it led me to the truth. I don't want it to be that, oh, I win, but I know I'm lying. That sounds horrendous. I think for the season, though, correct me if I'm wrong, no team has a better record than the Pats, correct? Correct. And the Pats, if you look at their Super Bowl odds to answer Jonas's question, Brad, where are they? They're number two, right? Number two behind the Ravens. And the odds to win are? Four to one for the Patriots. All right, four to one. So let's compare it to the beginning of the season. We were discussing it. McKenzie from pregame.com researcher made an interesting point. What were the odds? He said knowingly before the season. Patriots were eight to one to win the Super Bowl. All right. So imagine that we had a goal, whatever that goal is, and the odds of it was eight to one 12, 13 weeks ago. And now it's cut in half. It's four to one. That seems like you had a pretty good couple yeah. months. Yep. Doesn't seem to be the story though. No. Now, Jonas. Voice of the fan. I, I think we got the voice of the fan here with Fezzik. We'll have another fan. What, do you, what did you see on the field? Uh, for the Patriots, the offense looks terrible. It's the worst that offense has looked since, I want to say, the first couple of years of Brady's career to when they were mostly relying on their defense and running the football. Uh, they do not look in sync whatsoever. Yeah. And the question is, here's the thing that gives me optimism. First of all, I think the Pats with this offense can win the Super Bowl. Yep. I think they're right there. I think that you got to look at the Ravens as a wild card. If the Ravens play as well as they did, and again, they didn't cover yesterday. We'll talk about the game in a little bit. But if they play as well as they have in the last six weeks, they are the clear favorites. Yep. And the defense has gotten better. If they don't, I'm not sure who the clear favorite is. Drew Brees' arm doesn't look great, as far as I can see. Um... Kansas City, we're higher on than most, but they're flawed. Houston certainly, I mean, listen, if this game were played uh, next week, Fez, Houston, New England, let's assume it's in Houston. The line was three for the Patriots, right? What would the line be next week? The line actually went to three and a half. All right, so three and a half. What would the line be next week? 2.75. So literally, the Pats would still be a road favorite <laughs> over Houston. I'm not I'm not saying Houston couldn't win that game again. I'm just not that worried about it. All right? It's like not impossible. So the one team that scares me, if you're a Pats fan, is a Baltimore team that's already proven that Belichick doesn't have the answer, which is huge, actually, because Belichick often will have an answer that just changes the entire premise. And I don't know if he does, though I'm sure he's spending his spare time looking at Ravens tape. So maybe there isn't an answer. Maybe Lamar at his current abilities without a full off season for the defenses to think about it, or, or they're not going to find a way to stop him. The 49ers kind of stopped him. Be interesting to look at. Here's what makes me fairly optimistic about new England. Before the bills game, the Patriots offense was really good. So, 
if Bra- if it was about Brady's age, he, it isn't about the last 60 days of age, right? It wasn't like he was youngish and then a couple months later, it's like he's old. I could see the whole offseason and then you see a new player, you know, older player. It doesn't happen in eight games. Yeah, first three games, seven touchdowns, no interceptions, and we were all talking about how great Brady looked. Yeah, so it could be he's banged up. Obviously, what everyone's talking about are the receivers and the lack of playmakers. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, we should talk about this Caesar story, or this story about the football player from Arizona. So John Shaw, he bet parlays. Now, this is fascinating if you look at the story. So the guy went up, bet a second-half parlay, a three-teamer, it looked like, three different second halves. You ever parlay up the second halves, Fez? On occasion when there's a reason to. But is it usually side total on the same game, right? Right. These are three separate sides. Never. Yeah. And, I mean, not that there'd be any necessary correlation, which is what parlays often have a value we talk about sometimes. And one of them was against his team. Now, you might think, man, he, uh, he's ruthless, cold-blooded. It's like, I don't think so. I think he just didn't know that he wasn't allowed. Because if you look, Caesars actually reported this. So this is another example as we say again and again, regulated sports betting decreases the chance of corruption because when something happens that could be corrupt, the authorities find out from the sports book. Frankie at the bar is not calling the Hey, uh, can I talk to Goodell? <laughs> yeah, that's who I want to talk to. Come on. <laughs> he knows who this is. I mean, come on. The regulated books decrease corruption. Get it straight. But he filled out something for his bet, and he put occupation professional football player. <laughs> Guy wasn't high. And you don't think he, he had – he wasn't – I'm guessing he wasn't there all by his lonesome. He could have had his buddy walk up and place the bet. And you'd think if they start asking you to fill something out – I don't like ask when they like me fill something out. When I get a big gulp, I'll walk away. <laughs> yeah. I mean – and this guy, you, in a way, I feel bad for the guy. He obviously wasn't trying to deceive anyone. You know, the problem here is it's like saying walking across the street's illegal or spitting on the sidewalk, which it may be in some jurisdictions, is it is so natural. It's so pervasive. The idea that it's wrong just is counterintuitive. And by the way, the the... The Browns and the helmet spear and all that stuff, Garrett, suspended, what, five, six, seven games perhaps? I mean, we'll see. Next year, I bet he comes back. I mean, Pittsburgh started it apparently, but still. <laughs> this guy's out through 2020. Yeah. So they're saying you put a little parlay together. I'm not saying the guy shouldn't get a punishment, but you got to ask yourself, did he even know what was wrong? And if he knew it was wrong, why would he do it himself when someone else could have done it? And why would he put his name on a form? Yeah, where was the deceit? Like trying to cover it up. I don't see any. And ignorance is not an excuse, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a, but you are you going to be that vindictive towards him? That punishing, that draconian to say that guy is out 
Oh, the rest of this year and next year. Yes, because you have to send a message to all those other players who are a little bit smarter that are betting on NFL games and they're having their buddies put their bets in that there will be draconian measures if you are caught. You're saying you got to send the message out. So the way to send, but but that's you're saying deterrence. Yes. But deterrence requires people to be aware that something's illegal. So why don't you spend or against the rules in this case? It's not illegal. It's against the NFL's rules. I'm not debating that it should be against the rules or not. I think it's fine. It's their rules. But this, I mean, Jones, could you imagine this guy knowing that it was? Illicit? No, and I thought the punishment was too harsh. I think this is more of an example of the NFL. While they say that they're welcome to the idea of gambling, they're still a little bit hesitant because they freaked out on this and got panicky because a guy ah, placed the bet. He's on the. They're not hesitant. Curve. They are. If we can act like we're hard against gambling and not cost us a dollar, we will. And if it costs some kid his career, well, uh, uh, you know, you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs, right? And, and, the, and the whole idea that no player in the NFL has ever not placed a bet or has ever, it just, that's insane to me. I, I, whether they send their friend over to the, to the sports book to do it or whatever, or they pay cash, whatever it is, this idea that NFL players have never gambled on a game before, it doesn't mean they're gambling on their games, but they're there for the Super Bowl weekend in Vegas and they place a bet on the opening coin flip or something like that. I just, I, I think, I think people are a little bit naive when it comes to that. Well, but in a weird way, I think what you're saying means you got to be hard when you do catch them. Meaning if it is something you genuinely don't want and people are doing it, you got to then create a deterrent in that case. What bothers me in this case is the guy clearly didn't know. And that's the NFL's responsibility to make sure he knows if the guy so – I don't know what his intelligence is. I think it's too easy to think these athletes are all stupid. So I don't know. I don't – but he's either very, very limited intellectually, and if so, you got to feel sorry for him if you're the league. All the money these players are making him, if someone's that bad, I don't think this guy is – then get the guy a, like a, a body man. Seriously, mm-hmm. just pay for a body man the whole year. How much does that cost? couple hundred K. It's nothing in the scheme of this. If you're going to hold the guy accountable, he's got to know he's doing something wrong. How I want to find, I really want to hear as this story progresses, what he knew. Because if he knew it was wrong and still didn't put his name on a form, okay. All right. Again, you got to have pity for the guy. But I think you got to have pity for the guy regardless because who wants to pick this guy up after? He's going to miss a whole year. Yep. I mean, this could end his career. And, I, you know, I don't have a lot of, like, oh, I want uh, Zeke Elliott to have that next 30 mil so he can have generational wealth. I think he should if he deserves it, but I don't feel bad if he doesn't get it. It's like winning the lottery in a state with more taxes. You don't feel bad. <laughs> just, But in this case, who knows the way that this affects it? He could have, could have had a six-year career in which he then was able to buy a car wash after – and have a good family life, or who knows what, right? So when, and I don't even know, this kid could have rich parents. I don't know. But in general, a lot of these athletes, if they make it or they don't make it, dictates not only their lives, but their kids' lives and the next generation. And the NFL will, if Tom Brady somehow made this mistake, you think he's gone for a year and a half? <laughs> no. Now you might say Tom Brady wouldn't make that mistake. Okay, why is that? And it, should this guy be punished for ignorance? I don't know. It felt a little strong. All I know is this, and this will be the last thing I say. 
Whenever the NFL can make a point and seem hardcore and it not cost them any money, they're hardcore. But when their hardcore point might cost them money, they find a way not to be quite so hardcore. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. 
Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's better. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Now, before we get to uh, Monday Night Football coming up later on, uh, there was a total of the year that was handed down by the voice of Vegas himself, RJ Bell, involving the Raiders and the Chiefs from Sunday. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, I'll just say this. Do you know how some people get premonitions? I'm one of them. And uh, it was easy. I think it's fair to say. 51 Guys, and a half, was there right? any way that goes over? No way, RJ. You had under 51. And even with a ridiculous two-point run back 100 yards for Kansas City after the final touchdown, you were still in the house safe well, by two points. Let's just say this. There's something beautiful as a gambler that has sweated so many, like, three-pointer goes up, buzzer sounds. If it goes in, you lose. If it doesn't, you win. You know that feeling oh, that yeah. you're hooked on? You the rock and chair game. It's 31 nothing, and the Raiders kick a field goal for you. And instead of even trying for a touchdown, easy winner. What's I, he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> this guy. I mean, seriously. I'm going to turn his mic off. <laughs> All right, I'm going to finish my story. There's this feeling. <laughs> Try to talk, Fetch. Hello? See, he can't hear. Hello? See, he's gone now. He's Fetch's <laughs> gone. It's like he has a day off. <laughs> the feeling is you've had all those moments as a batter. When you have, when you see the end of a game where there's like some, oh, it could be A, it could be B, it could, and you got the winner regardless, there's a calm that settles over you. Like, this doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm yep. saying? Oh, Brent? yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying, Fez? Hello? <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.